Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, welcome to the Rosecast, the number one interracial, the number one podcast. I always mix up the qualifiers. The number one podcast, Bachelor Recap podcast, hosted by a male interracial best friend duo from the Midwest, specifically. I'm your host, Tim Kennedy Jr. With me, as always, uh, Bachelor expert Alex W. Bradford. AB, how goes it? Great. Doing great. AB, we got a lot to cover today. A lot to cover. In fact, I'm going to break some news to you in about 30 seconds. We got the regular, we got the regular Bachelor in Paradise recap, which is always longer than it deserves to be, but we can't help it. We're a thorough duo. We got some off screen stuff, some big off screen stuff that we haven't talked about it. AB's mailbag is. Filled overflowing. Is it Thanks loaded to, to the brim? It's loaded to the brim. We're not going to be able to get to everything. Real talk. Like last last week, I lied about not being able to get to everything to make <laughs> it seem like <laughs> like it was real popular. But now, truly, like we're either going to not get to everything, or we're going to have to do a separate episode Listen, with just Abby's mail. I'm going to have to like write hand written letters to a lot of people, <laughs> answering <laughs> questions and apologizing. And <laughs> um, but AB. Let's not beat around the bush. Breaking, breaking bachelor news. Whoa. I don't even know Have what you you're going to say. No. Have you, okay, here we I go. I haven't heard anything today bachelor related. According to Reality Steve. The most reliable spoiler person in, in the country. At any, I mean, no one does their job better. We talk about Ryan Seacrest does his job well. <laughs> Nobody does their job of spoiling shit better than uh, Riley Steve. So I saw a tweet from that Mike Fleiss guy who's a producer for The Bachelor, and he said, shocking Bachelor news. Stay tuned. That was like an hour and a half ago. Before that tweet came out, Reality Steve apparently shared who The Bachelor was going to be, but I wow. am so nervous about clicking on Reality Steve's profile that I waited. For, I waited for like forty-five minutes before I was like, "All right, I got to know." <laughs> Listen, the next. I, I dabble. Do you want to know this breaking news or not, AB? <laughs> Let me touch on Reality Steve first. <laughs> I like to dabble on Reality Steve's site. He doesn't. 
You can click on it and be fu- be fine. He's got it. I would never well go laid to the site. out where the spoil. It's not just spoilers out of nowhere. You gotta okay. you gotta at least click something. But yeah, All give right. me who, I'm it gonna, is. who is it? I'm gonna put Matt. in some sound effect. I'm gonna put in chill chill out, AB. Jeez, I'm gonna put in the the instead of the normal breaking news sound effect, I'm gonna put in the the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire sound effect where it goes. I just gotta find that. I don't have it right now, but I'm gonna find it. The next bachelor is Peter. Big Pete. Peter is the next bachelor. Really. According to Reality Steve, you don't seem surprised. No, I'm not surprised. I mean, I was kind of, the last couple of weeks, I've kind of gotten to the point where I didn't think any of these guys should be it, including Peter or Dean or, or Eric. Matt. I didn't Or Matt. Any, I didn't think any of them should be, and I think they might go a different direction with it. The reason I ask why you're not surprised is because last week... In the time since we've recorded a podcast, it came out that they offered Peter the Bachelor, and he said no, which was like kept him kept his street cred of like I'm not going to be able to propose in that period of time. That kept that up, but now and then even the this producer, this Mike Fleiss guy, kind of trashed him in a tweet, saying like, "Well, if you're you know if you're not here to fall in love, like is that who you want your Bachelor to be? Like trying to be trying to everyone ABC's trying to act like well we didn't even want him anyway, but they yeah. did." So that's why this is a 180 and kind of surprising. Are you excited for the Peter to be a bachelor? I don't know. No, not really. He's boring. It's going to be tough recapping a Peter-based podcast every or Peter-based TV show every week. Hopefully the women on the show will make it entertaining, mm-hmm. but we agree we like Peter. But, yeah, he's not electric. I wouldn't call him Mm -mm. exciting. So hopefully they give him some Red Bulls or something. Hopefully he juices it up a little bit. I will say that I think that Peter, with Peter's, there's an actual chance that, you know, he ends up happily ever after. But Mm -hmm. we thought the same thing about Rachel. So what the fuck do we know? Yeah. Anyway, Peter, the next Bachelor. Wow. Um, Yeah. We can uh, start preparing. I wonder when that's going to be out. Um, I believe it starts the first Monday of the new year, usually. Dang, so, so we're going to have a legit break. In yeah, between. there'll be a long break. That'll be good. By the time it comes around, we'll be we'll be ready for it, I think. Anyway, that I wanted to get to that first before we got to Bachelor in Paradise. Did you watch? Now, I always have to ask you this because I never know for sure. Did you watch both episodes of Bachelor in Paradise? Yes. Okay, congrats. Uh, listeners, if you didn't, that doesn't matter. Uh, it's not something we don't recap every single thing that happens. It's not something. It's not like we said. It's not Game of Thrones. That's our mantra around here about Bachelor in Paradise. You don't need to watch the show to listen to the podcast. So if you haven't seen all four hours of coverage, that doesn't mean turn it off. That means stick around. You'll be okay. Let's get right into it then. Monday's episode. This was uh, a Mean Girls episode, AB. A lot of mean stuff happened, starting with Alexis putting, uh, trying to put a, a dead crab in Jack Stone's mouth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and ending with the girls, the mean girl crew, mocking Kristen behind her back about her scallop fingers. My take on scallop fingers might have been mean, 
scallops are delicious, and I would love to be known as Scallop Fingers. <laughs> okay, so no. I don't know what the big <laughs> hold up the big deal was. At first, I I'm with you. I was like, okay, I'd eat the shit out of some scallops, but like with your fingers, yeah, your fingers car, and then touching other people. Yeah, I don't know. Scallops aren't shrimp. I've never eaten a scallop with my fingers. Like, no, there's no like hard. Shrimp, you just pop that shit in your mouth. Well, and there's a hard thing. There's almost a handle to shrimp. Yeah, there's a handle. Scallops are all out there. That's disgusting being in your hand. That being said, if me and you were coming back from a seafood restaurant in in like an Uber and I'm feeling a little hungry, I'd reach in there and grab one of my fingers. No doubt about it. I wouldn't touch anybody. Uh, Eating scallops with your fingers is like eating. It is eating fish with your fingers. You wouldn't eat fish with your fingers. (laughs) It's. I mean, it's just flat out. It's not a finger food. No. Uh, anyway, well, we're talking about Kristen, of course. She shows up. First thing she says, people will probably remember me as being a virgin. Uh, I don't remember that at all. I don't. <laughs> just, I don't remember a thing about you, girl. <laughs> no, I remember her having funny kind of reaction gif faces. I don't remember her being. A, I swear to God, I don't remember being a virgin whatsoever. So. I th- I remember her. She's the one who. Who's that girl that? knew Nick before the season. I forgot her I forgot I forgot her name, but I know who you're talking about, yeah. Well the oh Liz. Liz. So Liz told her her big Kristen's big moment of this of <laughs> in Bachelor was that uh Liz told her first about Nick and Li- and herself. Yeah. Uh being together before. And then uh Kristen basically told everyone. So yeah, I I remember her for more for not being able to keep her a secret. Yeah, more than anything else. But I didn't remember. I didn't remember that. I don't know. It's a chance to rebrand, I suppose. Kristen is here. She's she's got a date card, looking for somebody. You know, scraping at the bottom of the barrel. Everybody's pretty much teamed up at this point, except Matt, who we thought was with Jasmine. Everybody's telling Kristen. Kristen. Led by Jasmine. Stay away from Matt. That's the Queen of Paradise's man. Why Jasmine's the Queen of Paradise is beyond me. But Matt not only talks to Kristen, he interrupts a conversation she's having with Jack Stone to make it clear he's willing to go on a date. Um, What did you make of Matt's move to say, like, hey, save me from Jasmine? And then him, you know, conveniently omitting when he's telling Jasmine that it was basically all his idea that they go on a date. Sleazeball move by Matt. Sleazeball move. Especially when he's talking to Jasmine. Strong words. When he's talking to Jasmine and he's like makes it seem like she just randomly asked him for a date and she he had no choice. That's not what happened, Matt. I love you, Matt, but that's not what happened here. You went out of your way. Like she wouldn't there's no way she would have picked him unless she no. he specifically basically asked for it. This caused now the thing about Jasmine is that she hears what she wants to hear and sees what she wants to see. So Matt tells her this. And even if Matt were to have said, hey, I kind of put myself out there. She goes to Kristen and is ready to rip a rip her hair out. Um, Overall, thoughts on Jasmine's maturity level this episode. Jasmine immediately gets more jealous than I've ever seen any person (laughs) in my life. She's uh, she, it goes from a zero to a hundred immediately with Jasmine, and I mean she's acting like a child. She he's ask, she's asking question legs. Are you attracted to her? Does she make your whatever? 
They don't really tell you what she says. I think she probably said wee wee, and they bleeped that that's out. What, yeah, I thought Willie. Willie, she seems like a Willie girl. Yeah. Yep, that's what I thought. Um, anyone asking questions like that has lost control of <laughs> of the situation. Uh, we already talked about scallop fingers. There was a little cutscene about the the mean girls roasting the scallop fingers. I just I will say that people in Bachelor Nation seems to be very probably many of our listeners were very upset about the bullying that took place with it, the scallop fingers. Listen, I'll tell you when it really crossed the line for me. When Amanda oh. out of nowhere, she doesn't even know her, Kristen, is like, I don't trust people who eat scallops like that. It's like, <laughs> alright, chill out, Amanda. It's not, I mean, it's not that big a deal. It's kind of like a weird thing, but anyone could do it. I would do it. What really hurt Kristen is that um, at first it was just a story that Alexis told that may or may not have been true. No one can confirm it. Mm -hmm. Then she literally did it in person, was eating shrimp with her fingers and hugging people with shrimp in her hands. Then it's just kind of like, all right, well, I feel like you kind of deserve a little <laughs> a light dusting of roast here. So I don't I was I wasn't super offended by it. I, I can see how these on this show. Girls from certain seasons and guys, for that matter. Yeah, but let's be honest, mostly girls can team up and be really catty towards one another and make others feel excluded. Lacey thing, probably felt that way. Kristen definitely felt that way. The thing about this was, though, it was all behind her back. Nothing yeah. was said to her, and it sounds like next week we're gonna get. She's gonna find out that they call her scallop fingers, and she's basically been the butt of a joke for a week. Uh, so that's kind of an issue with me. Yeah, well, father it's of a all daughter. Behind her back. Yeah, I get it. I get it. All I all that I took away from this was that these some of these girls are mean, and I really haven't had scalps in a long time. That's really what I'm. <laughs> listen, listen. Rim and AB aren't throwing away any expensive scallops. <laughs> no. Some of the girls were like, like, I wouldn't. Even, who even takes scallops? I'm like, well, if I ordered some expensive ass scallops, <laughs> and. I'm not. I didn't eat them all, which would never happen. I'd eat all the scallops. Yeah, never, but if I never. didn't eat all the scallops, I would definitely get a to-go box and take them home. Yeah, and if I was drunk and hungry, and I'm sure these people were wasted out of their minds in this Uber, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, dang it! I don't have you know." I don't have a fork. Uh, Gotta wait. Uh, no, hell no. I'd eat the shit out of those scallops. I'd do exactly <laughs> what Kristen did. Period. <laughs> uh, what did you think of uh, Jasmine? Jasmine doing herself no favors by attacking Matt as soon as they returned from the date. Uh, spoiler alert, you know, if you were worried about Matt not giving you a rose, that's a sure as shit way to, you know, ensure that he, you don't get one from him at the end of the night. Acting, you're taking, pulling out all the stops on the road to Crazy Town, A.B. Jasmine tries to kiss him when he first arrives and, like, hugs him. And that's when she's completely lost it. She's lost control of the situation. It's not good. She's on complete tilt. My opinion, we knew that Jasmine was a little bonkers from Nick's season. The way she's acted lately makes me wonder if she is just exaggerating mm -hmm. that personality to be crazy girl on the Queen show the or career. if she really yeah. is. One thing that I was a little turned off by this episode is Jasmine confronting Kristen before the date. That was kind of like one of the big moments in the preseason, uh, you know, reel 
where she was like, ABC, you got to see what's what I'm about to do here. You want good TV? It didn't turn out to be that good. I mean, she it wasn't she didn't lose it like I thought she was going to. There's no violence, unfortunately or fortunately. Also, she ignored Kristen saying Matt basically told me he wanted to go on this date with me, well, yeah. which is, hey, take it up with him. And Jasmine didn't. Again, she hears what she wants to hear. That's one of those things, though. The people that are in a relationship, they'll get mad at the person that is like the adulteress instead of the person that is doing the cheating. I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, the the terms were not right, but it makes sense. <laughs> they get mad at the new person coming in and swooping and they get like, mad at overlook. The, no, I'm, I said it wrong. They get mad at the mistress instead there of you the, go. you know, instead of the husband. In this situation, Matt is way more in the wrong than Kristen, but for some reason Jasmine's okay with Matt and wants to kill Kristen. Yeah. Agreed. Let's talk quick about Robbie and Amanda. This is a funny situation. Never how the mighty have fallen with Robbie. When he came in, he thought he was going to have his pick of the litter. Now he's throwing glow sticks in the hot tub for a mother of three or two, whatever. And she's just not feeling it, AB. Denied by the hot tub. Denied on the beach for a kiss. He says, why am I getting the mixed signals from you? And she, the, Robbie, there's nothing mixed about these signals. She's not interested. That is a stern, solid clear signal what do you got on robbie and amanda i was i was confused why they didn't get in the hot tub i mean i i didn't mind the idea of the glow sticks but then they just kind of sat there for like a minute and then they walked to the beach i don't know it might have been a little chilly i suppose amanda had like a shawl thing on. i think that was a hot tub though yeah that was a dumb dumb comment for me it's a hot tub maybe the jets weren't on i'm trying to i'm playing hop in there a, yeah, hop in there. I don't know. She's got no interest, AB. If you have if you have ten <laughs> percent interest, guy. if you have ten percent, well, the other thing is, and Diggy pointed this out later. Robbie had a rose at this point to give out. He doesn't need to woo Amanda. You don't have to do anything. You can just give it to her if you want later. But I guess I don't know. It's a it's almost a little endearing to see Robbie, um, struggle. I suppose mm -hmm. really try hard to find a connection because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't necessarily have to. There are some guys who are on the, at the resort earlier who didn't really try that hard. Robbie's really out here either looking for love or more Instagram followers. Either way, he's trying hard and I, I pat him on the back for that. <laughs> All right. Though our first of many Dean and Christine interactions, Dean tells Christina, he still wants to get to know Danielle. I think she's great. Once again, I'm of the opinion that Dean stinks at these types of conversations. <laughs> he's so wishy-washy. He's so wishy-washy, and he, when he's nervous, he talks really fast. I have a note here, he would be a very frustrating bachelor. Yeah. And thank God he's not going to be the bachelor. Yep. Um, at this point, the world had not yet completely turned on him, like at the end of episode uh, six, but it's it's clear here that he's trying to play Christina. Although he wants to have his cake and eat it too. Exactly. So, yep. I mean, anything else on Dean and Christina before we get to the real juice later on? Nope. It's it's frustrating. It's sad. It's sad. You, whoever thought that we would be like pro Robbie and anti Dean? <laughs> but here we are. You got anything on uh, Taylor and Derek? Their little uh, spat here. <laughs> They're, these two are a bad time. <laughs> I mean, could you think of a worse couple? 
I mean, what number one? What Taylor? What Derek said inappropriate. He shouldn't have said it. He's an idiot. Came out of he nowhere. Apologized. Too. He apologized immediately. Yeah. Let's let the record show that he immediately <laughs> apologized. Say what you want. The guy apologized immediately. Number two, go back and listen to it. Editing was involved. I don't even know. They <laughs> yeah. made it seem like she goes, hey, you know, you were being kind of weird. And he goes, fuck you. Like, it's not. I don't know if that actually, if it went down. It's hard like to that. tell based like on what happened. Because him saying fuck you came out of nowhere in the context of the conversation that they were having. Made no sense. No. It went from zero to 100 real quick. He hit a soft spot, though. I'll tell you that. He triggered her. You know, there had there had to be something more here, I think. The way that she reacted, yeah, it, it obviously was related to previous relationships that maybe Derek didn't know about. But it seemed like there something else was going on with him that, some, uh, you know, a short phrase that he said would make her reconsider everything about them. So you wonder what happened with them on the break. Obviously, they're closer than any couples. They're more serious than any couples at the resort, but... And that was talking Taylor and Derek. We can be done with them now. Hopefully forever. <laughs> Cocktail hour, AB. My favorite part of this show. I love the scrapping that goes on during cocktail hour. We got Sarah and Raven fighting over Adam. Mm -hmm. What a world. Lacey. Lacey. Yeah. Come on. Complaining that Diggy likes Dominique more than her. In the in at the eleventh hour, Diggy comes to talk to Lacey. Diggy has the rose. Lacey, instead of doing whatever she can to get that rose, goes off on Diggy, ranting and raving about how he let her down and how he's not a real all this no no no. Diggy goes, I honestly didn't think I had to, referencing going on a date, t telling Lacey about going on a date with Dominique. Lacey snaps back. That's a huge problem. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was okay with what Lacey was doing because, I, like I said last week, I think it's fucked up that you went on a date the same, like, a couple hours after you went on a date and we were making out on the beach. But that being said... She then was stunned when he said that she wasn't going to get his rose. It's like, no, you you yelled at him. That's basically like, you're saying it's all right. I'm going to leave now. She says, I haven't been running around chasing other people. I've been running around chasing you. Literally 26 hours earlier, Diggy was her third choice for a one-on-one -on -one date. So I'm not sure that's entirely true. Lacey is... um. I'll put it this way. Spoiler alert. Lacey is still on the show. She is uh, wearing me down with the up and down chaos. She's it's either like place. she's all over the place. It's either my life is in shambles. I'll never find love. Paradise is the worst to I think I'm going to marry a person on this show. Nothing in my life has ever been better. It is chaos. AB. I'm not sure I can deal with it. <laughs> Shout out to Diggy, though. Diggy and Dominique are going to make a great couple. They don't get enough screen time. I like that couple, yeah. Uh, Dean and Christina, again, back at them. Quick quote from Dean. I care a lot about the way my actions affect the way you feel. Everything that I do that involves you, I consider your emotions before mine pretty much every single time. What about with that cake, bud? What? Yeah, what about the cake? People forget about the cake. Did you think about her feelings when you brought that cake out? 
I was surprised by Christina's reaction. She didn't say what about that cake? Or she didn't say, well, what about this afternoon when you said you wanted to pursue a relationship with d <laughs> She says, that's the sweetest things anyone's ever said to me. Um, Dean was, I think, a little surprised that Christina was a reaction. So, I mean, Dean was just talking out of his ass, and he knows. <laughs> He's like, oh. like, yeah, that. Oh, this shit worked. <laughs> Whoa, I was just oh, kind of okay. just kind of just saying that. But um, anyway, I the way they the way they edited it made it seem like Dean said he cares more about Christina than he cares about Danielle. That's the way they edited it. I don't know why I'm phrasing it like that because I'm pretty sure that's what Dean said. Because what we find out later that's in the exactly episode, exactly what he said. Yeah, he, I, I, I'm Dean sorry, tells buddy. her he cares more about what she feels than Danielle. That's what he. Yeah. There was no cut. That's flat no out cut. what he yeah. said. Sorry, everybody. Christina goes like, "Confirm? Like, are you sure?" And he's like, "Yes." All right. So Dean and Christina are together at this point. Yeah. Dean and Christina she are together. They are a couple and a kiss, and everything's right in paradise. Immediately afterwards, he goes to Danielle. I thought he was going to break the bad news. Like, listen, I've made my decision. <laughs> made my decision. I'm going with Christina. Instead, he says, Danielle, I'm very, very, very infatuated by you. What? <laughs> this is kind of a theme of this whole week of episodes is like these love triangles. And I've come to the conclusion that the guys on this show are absolute scumbags. Every one of them. Um, yeah, except Wells. Except Wells, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think you're probably right. All these guys are scumbags, and they're treat treating these ladies like shit. I think, they, I think some of them came in here with the wrong idea of what this show's about. Yeah. Listen, everybody on the show's a scumbag. Almost everybody, except maybe Christina on the show, is a scumbag. Because even the, the girls are mean, and the guys are sleazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Danielle, Danielle says, man up, Dean, make a decision, and then he makes out with her. <laughs> Use your head one time, Dean. <laughs> this is like, well, this is why I got the feeling that these guys are scumbags is there's there was at least like four or five instances of them making out with one person and then immediately going to another person to make out like that. That's not on the up and up. That's not how it normally works on this show. Not that I remember, at least. Not this much. This was like everyone. Adam did it. Dean did it. Uh, Kristen did it. Diggy. Diggy did it. Every, yeah. Everyone's got two people that they're romantically involved with, and none of them can make a decision. Uh, let's skip ahead to Matt leaving. He breaks the news to Kristen that he's not going to give her a rose. And then he goes to Jasmine, and then he decides to leave an out-of-nowhere decision. He says, I'm out. Didn't even say goodbye to Kristen. Didn't wait till the rose ceremony to give out his rose. Just left. What did you make of this decision? I think he just looked around at the landscape, and, you know, he had Jasmine there, who he didn't like. He went off the fucking handle <laughs> this episode and then you had Kristen who he just went on a date with and obviously I mean they kissed or whatever but he obviously didn't have that many that much feelings for her. wasn't wasn't into it and he he said it I'd rather not spend another second dealing with this shit <laughs> just rather not has anyone ever just dipped like this before people dip not in this situation though usually it's like yeah. in a situation where you're not going to get a rose and they're like oh I'm going to leave well, you weren't going to get a rose anyways, so... Yeah. Kind of Danielle M, almost. Yeah, like, Danielle dip, M. Dip like... with dignity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, I thought I thought this was a good move for Matt, leaving him wanting more. You know, Matt, you come off as, I, I wanted to find love, I couldn't find love, so I left, like, the same way Danielle did. Um, 
obviously his return a little later was a little different. And then, of course, his appearance with Jasmine on the post-show was a little different. But I thought maybe, I thought at this point that Matt had a slim chance of becoming the next, the next Bachelor. And I thought maybe that had something to do with him leaving. Like, yo, they're calling me. It's go time. <laughs> it's go time. Let me, let me trim myself up and get out of here. Uh, well, Matt leaving shot, sends shockwaves through the beach. Kristen and Jasmine, who both really liked Matt, are now suddenly all over Jack Stone, <laughs> the serial killer. This, I think, is where, this is where I think, and you, I want you to chime in, where I think the show is at its best and its worst. It's at its scuzziest, which means it's at its best, because it's so, cl- it's so hilarious to see desperate people fight over someone they don't want truly just to get a rose to stay on and hope somebody good shows up later it's a it's a unlike any other show phenomenal phenomenal we go from jack stone being the butt of every joke he's i think our twitter cover photo him looking we all weird (laughs) face pointing down eyes looking up the classic jack stone silhouette and suddenly he's a hot item but jack stone isn't the hottest item for long ab beginning of thursday episode that idiot Daniel shows up. Was he on the last season of Paradise? Did you watch that? Uh, yes, Daniel was on Bachelor in Paradise last season, and he owned it. Just like he's owning this. I'd call him the king of pa- Bachelor in Paradise. Season doesn't start till oh, he did he have up. A, were the girls? Did all the girls like him, or was he like the, the, no, the guy whose rose was always up in the air? Okay. Nobody likes them. So why do you mean he owned it? He was just screen time guy? Yes, Mr. Screen Time. Saying ridiculous stuff. They obviously just grabbed him from the hotel, like, hey, Matt left. You want to just, like, put a shirt on and come down and give a rose out? I mean, obviously that's what happened. This is not planned for Daniel to show up at a cocktail hour. Um, Lacey, have you ever seen someone thirstier than when Lacey jumped into his arms as soon as he showed up? Ran over to him like a puppy dog, Rim. Now that Daniel has arrived, I think I'm definitely going to fall in love in paradise. These are nut job quotes. No disrespect. (laughs) But it's it's tough to follow how it's like she goes from like suicidal to bliss to like, I'm going to kill Jasmine for talking to Daniel in the span of a couple hours. She talks to Daniel and Daniel is not into it. And he says a couple things that should have like stopped it right there. He's, he called her scraps <laughs> at one point. Yeah, he says what's on his mind. There's no denying that. Daniel guy, is blunt. The guy, as soon as something pops in his head, it's coming out of his mouth, <laughs> and it's usually rude to the very, person he's talking rude. to. It's it's either rude or like sexual innuendo or outright not even innuendo, just yeah, straight just, up sex talk. <laughs> just whatever is in his mind comes out of his mouth. I mean, You're calling right. a girl scraps to her face. <laughs> And is somehow not resulting in a slap is a miracle. Jasmine, Kristen, and Lacey are all bending over backwards to try and get Daniel's rose. At one point, Jasmine's talking. I think he made a comment like, so do you just want my rose or do you actually like me? Like, what's going on, Jasmine? Jasmine has to pretend like she actually cares about Daniel. None of these girls actually like Daniel. Not no, even how could you like Daniel? He's terrible to be around. He's funny for TV, <laughs> but he's always saying some dumb shit. Let's go to the rose ceremony. We're flying through this. Good job, Ram and AB. Good pace. We're being thorough, and we're being quick. Matt returns to give Jasmine a rose. Were you surprised by this? What did you think of the move? And were you surprised at Jasmine being 
incredibly ungrateful. <laughs> he could have he could have pieced out, never came back, never heard from him again. He he made it. He did a selfless move, though. Big on. Do you that. think it hurt his credibility? No, no. Okay, this was good for Matt. Even though Jasmine didn't really like. I mean, they they when Jasmine's reaction was like ungrateful, they kind of made the whole situation. He it it, lo- it was a bad look for Matt, not because of what he was doing, but they just I don't know. They made a kind of a awkward joke out of the whole thing. I felt bad for Matt. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I mean, he obviously regrets coming back, if that's how you're going to act. Embarrassing. Uh, it reminded me, remember that time that we went to Buffalo Wild Wings with a group of friends, and then I waited in line to, or no, I got a table, and then you, you guys uh, ordered the wings, and instead of giving me the honey barbecue wings, you guys, or legs, excuse me, you guys ordered the, the blazing wings mm-hmm. and told the people at the thing to put the honey barbecue sticker, so I was eating these wings, and I couldn't. You know, I couldn't finish the wings. I was sweating. I was pouring ice on them. I was sweating my ass off. And then I found out that they were blazing wings. I said, fuck you guys. And I left you there because I drove. Yeah. And then I left for a while and you guys were like calling your parents for rides and stuff. And then I came back like 10 minutes later. And then you guys were like, you're a bitch for coming back, Rim. Like, I felt <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it was like. It was like, you're a bitch for coming back, Matt. Like if you were going to leave, you should have just left and let them fight it out. That's a great, great comparison. People who know us will, will <laughs> and know that story will appreciate that story. All right. Anyway, Adam gives Raven a rose. Uh, Robbie gives Amanda a rose. Do you find it weird that Robbie hasn't mentioned Amanda's kids as something he would potentially have to deal with after after Paradise? Well, Amanda doesn't really talk about him either, so no, I don't find anything weird about it, I guess. Yeah, that's true. We've come to expect that from her. Uh, Adam gives Raven a rose. I guess. Are you surprised that Adam went with Raven over Sarah V? No. Even if he likes Sarah more, I would have. I would think the producers would have nudged him towards Raven. She's she's one of the top draws here. Okay, Sarah V to me seemed like a sure thing. Like Sarah V likes really? Adam, a sure thing for Adam. Mm-hmm. She likes Adam more than Raven likes Adam, I think. And I think Raven could get snatched up by whomever shows up next. And the you could tell, and Adam knows that too, because when he gave Raven the rose, he basically made her sign a prenup before he let go of the stem. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna give you this rose, and like, I expect a rose tomorrow. Like, just so you know, I expect we continue this. Okay, it was a little. Just want to make sure you're gonna give one back to me here. And she, I could see in her eyes that she didn't really agree to that. No, <laughs> she said okay, but <laughs> let's let's get one thing straight. Raven is not. Little Miss Sweetheart. Raven's got a little an edge to her. She'll she cut does. you if she, if she needs to cut you. Dean gives Christina his rose, not Danielle. Said Christina is definitely the right option, but Danielle is more is the more exciting option. I mean, Dean's starting in his cutscenes to make it known that he's going to leave Christina. He yeah, he basically says as much later on. Which leaves Ben Z, people forget about Ben Z, kind of a catch. Ben Z gives Danielle L his rose. I think that could be a good couple, AB. What do you think? No. Okay. All right. Moving on. (laughs) Now, (laughs) the producers told Ben Z, who has no ties to anyone here, (laughs) that he needs to keep Danielle on, so we have this love triangle still. Danielle's not into him. Okay, well, what about when she said, I wouldn't have said yes to anyone else? Okay, have, in your life, have you ever lie. heard a bigger lie? That's the biggest <laughs> that lie I've was... ever heard. 
You would have taken Dean's Rose with the quickness. <laughs> yeah, you would have kissed him and hugged him in front of everybody. I mean, never been so surprised by a lie. Uh, do you want to talk about this uh, Dean and Christina scene after that? Uh, that All that showed us is that ABC is even more morally bankrupt than we thought. Well, are we going to talk about who leaves first? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Shout out to Sarah V and Alexis. What? You got anything else to say about them? I was just a little upset that they didn't do anything with Alexis. Like, it was kind of just like, all right, she's gone. And they didn't even give her a, you know, a montage. I was expecting a montage or something of Alexis's greatest hits. She's a greatest hits type of character on this show. She's like, along with Jasmine, before Jasmine turned heel, I suppose, she's like the fun gal everybody has a good time with. Like a Um, tearful car ride goodbye something? They gave her nothing. I don't think she probably shed any tears. Alexis probably I don't think went, she shed any tears, but at least show her in the car saying something funny. She obviously said something hilarious. Yeah, that's true. She, she probably just went to the bar in town somewhere, stayed a couple more nights. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I got nothing to say about the 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 what the scene with Christina and Dean about. Uh, it's kind of gross. This is where two dudes who recap the Bachelor draw the line, folks. <laughs> All right, um, the wrestlers show up the next morning. Kristen, shout out to her. I had no idea sumo wrestling was a thing in Mexico. It is not. That's not sumo wrestling. I hate to be a wrestling nerd here, but those are called luchadors. Mm-hmm. All right, have a little bit of respect. Do you think they gave Daniel a date card just to double check if he can read? That was my... <laughs> that was my take. What about Dean and Christina waking up next to each other? So that was the first <laughs> blurring out his shorts. Yeah, I, I did. I'm fucking disgusted. When did this couple turn into the X-rated couple of the season? It's disgusting. That was just too much Dean genitalia thoughts in yeah. my head in such a short period of time. Um, but it, hey, that more or less confirmed. Christina confirmed it later that those two shared relations in paradise. Who knows what happened on the the two-week break as well, but it's clear here at that point, again, I thought, okay, Dean and Christina for life. It's over. Get it tattooed. Do whatever you got to (laughs) do. Dean's out of the running for The Bachelor because he's found his future wife. As we learn later, that's not the case, but first, let's talk about Tickle Monster, A.B. The Tickle Monster. Run that back for people who didn't. Is that no? Hold on. Is that you told me to get Mister Steel your girl for a drop? Do you want it used <laughs> yeah. for Tickle Monster? Or do you want to use for Jack Stone? I'd like it used for Tickle Monster. It's Mr. Steel, your girl. Jack, excuse me, Tickle Monster. Jonathan, a doctor. He's making a run at Kristen, whom Jack Stone fancies. Take a step back, folks. Two of the biggest joke characters from Rachel's season of The Bachelorette are now in a battle. For the same girl, Scallop Fingers. This is one of those moments where I said to myself, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? Why am I watching this show? Tickle Monster's going after Scallop Fingers. Kristen gets a date card. I just... What do you got on Tickle Monster, Mr. Steely Girl? Have you ever seen two people kiss faster after first meeting? Not in person, no. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of any I mean, scenarios. Pickle Monster shows up. Um, 
I do. Uh, I'll tell you what about Tickle Monster. I like how they're just calling him Tickle. Some people are calling yeah. him Tickle like it's his first name, and that is very funny to me. <laughs> Big Tick, yeah. So, yeah, Tickle shows up, and he pulls her aside for, like, the first meet and greet with all the girls, and they make out at it. What's going on here? <laughs> After they kiss, Kristen goes, okay. <laughs> just, all right. I kiss the Tickle Monster. All right. Um... Do you want to talk about Daniel and Lacey's date? I don't care at all about this date. Uh, the only thing I wrote down is that Daniel or Daniel is he a professional wrestler or what's what's going on there? He seemed like he had some wrestling chops. How were they so competent? They didn't show those two learning yeah. any moves. They just showed him like showing up and performing <laughs> Daniel, in front of a crowd. Daniel was, <laughs> was putting on a, a pretty solid wrestling match with the Luchadors. I might have to run that back a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, good day. Congrats to you two. Nobody cares. Uh, all the, it was it was marred. I'd say the proper word is it was marred by Daniel making his intentions known. You almost have to respect Daniel for making his intentions known. He's like, I'm here to have sex with a girl quickly. <laughs> quickly that's his only that's his goal you know more power to him other people may be trying to find love but uh, not daniel back to dean and christina so just just to recap they woke up together that morning mm-hmm. and now dean is telling christina he wants the opportunity to figure it out and he wants christina to be patient and then here's the quote you referred to earlier to the camera I know if and when I pass on pass on Christina, just discard Christina, pat, throw her to the side. Unbelievable terminology from Dean. Pass on Christina, the once in a lifetime beauty with a with a soul to boot in the background story that could bring tears to your eyes for years. The the girl was substance. The girl was style. Unbelievable. <laughs> Back to the quote. <laughs> I know if and when I pass on Christina and move on to Danielle, Dean's a scumbag, I know Danielle will never be as into me as Christina is at this point. Everything Dean says makes him look like a true sleazeball. Everything. He says Christina's a way better person, but Daniela is hot. So, okay. So it's, number one, so is Christina. She's a... She's a beautiful girl. The, the hottest woman alive. <laughs> I mean, I can't even understand it. Get the fuck out of here, Dean. How about that? Get the fuck out of here. Someone come get their boy. It's so crazy because he can't help but think the grass is greener, except he knows the grass isn't greener and he still wants to go for it. He still wants to cross the bridge. He's an idiot. I put up a poll that was like, how is this going to end for Dean? Lifelong happiness with Christina. Short term moderate enjoyment with Danielle or alone in Colorado. Sad. That, that got like 85% of the alone in Colorado got like 85% of the boat. Everybody sees some screw in the poocher. Stay woke. If he were ugly, people would be riding in the streets talking about how terrible of a guy Dean is. He built up so much goodwill on Christina's season that he's getting, I think everyone's turned on him, but I think the vitriol would be even more intense. I agree. If another person was doing this. Nobody has had their public image flip-flopped quite like Dean has over the last, like, two weeks. He's terrible. I can't even stand the guy. And he was my favorite guy coming out of last season. Crazy. Crazy. It's crazy how this show can twist. This is Dean's fault. This isn't the producer's fault. No. But can twist the perception of characters 
and contestants so drastically in a short period of time. We love Dean, and now we hate Dean. Four episodes later, we loved Rachel, and then slowly, 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 we became, I don't know about Rachel anymore. She seems like she's in it for the fame. Wrong reasons. The list goes on. So I don't throw Vanessa in there, too. It's just, it's it's getting me whiplash trying to keep up with if I like Dean or not, and I don't think I ever can again after this. Who would throw Christina away? They they woke up next to each other that morning, A.B. It's a joke. It's a joke. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's go to Tickle Monster and Kristen's date. Did it make sense to use that drop there? No, but I just try to give the people what they want. I'm just trying to throw it in, sprinkle we it in. We got to back out surprise. of the house, I feel like, after the date, we can do too. Okay. Well, now now that I've rediscovered that drop, I'm just going to be over <laughs> Anytime we switch spots, it should be that played. Well, we're switching too many spots in Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, the Tickle Monster and Kristen date. Uh, I, have, I have a note here. It's just a bunch of Zs. What do you got on this? <laughs> So the one thing that came out for me is Jonathan's a family doctor. We already kind of knew that. He's delivered tons of babies. He seems like a respectable guy. Why are you, you know, why are you stooping to this this level? Um, I don't know. You would think with all the people who are successful in life, doctors and lawyers particularly with big salaries, I always wonder, yeah, what are you doing on Bachelor well, in Paradise? And especially with a gimmick like he's got, this Tickle Monster gimmick is making, he's a weirdo, but he's got a very respectable real life, it appears. Yeah. If you, if, can you imagine just, you know, you're a mom, you got to take your kid to the doctor and Tickle Monster shows up. You're probably like, oh, I've seen you <laughs> on TV. <laughs> you with make with me monster hands tickling people. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, whatever. He's, he's kind of a dork, charming, like he's a nice guy kind of works for him he's gonna be a he's a good b teamer there he's always gonna be in demand because he's not the worst he's not the best which means his rows will be frequently up for grabs i think uh jack stone after tickle and kristen's date back at the beach jack stone after tickle and kristen's date I keep writing Christine on my notes, but I have to I have to catch myself and say mm-hmm. Kristen. Uh, interrupts Kristen and Jack talking about their date. Pulls her to the side, gives the old gives the old stony, <laughs> which is a kiss. Ab, that was something I just made up <laughs> off the top of my head. 
These are the stony, the stony lips. Um, awkward kiss, sure. What struck me is that Tickle Monster seemed poised in the moment. He seemed super confident. He was like, yeah. He's a fucking doctor. I'm not scared of Jack Stone. Well, Jack Stone's a lawyer. This is crazy. This show is crazy, AB. <laughs> the two creepiest guys, you got a lawyer and a doctor. Both of them are creeps. I was just, you know, I just thought I was surprised that under duress, aka this love triangle, Tickle Monster kind of kept his poise. I think he, I think he thinks he's going to end up with Kristen in the end. Tickle kind of, he reminds me of like Evan, where, yeah, I agree. I, I would have thought he would have flown off the handles with, with what happened there. Jack's, I mean, she, she kissed him right in front of him immediately after they got back from a date, yeah. right in front of him. Yeah. He also reminds me of Evan in that he's a joke character, but he's got a good career and he's probably a better guy than he comes off as. Yeah. What if what if Tickle Monster is out here finding love? We might be watching a Tickle Monster wedding on ABC before all this is said and done. <laughs> Shit, man. You would have laughed if I said the same thing about Evan, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even more so with Evan. Expect the unexpected, I'd say. Okay. We're almost done. The last Mexico scene is Dean, Christina, and Danielle. The triangle is getting torn apart at the seams. The triangle might lose one of its sides here. First, shout out to Robbie for being just a true friend to Christina during this Robbie, moment. big ups to Robbie. Huge. This episode. He, great. He, he came off as a great guy. I'm, I'm starting to flip-flop on Robbie just like I am with Dean. They're flipping places. It's nuts. I mean, we'll call people out for when they're being ridiculous. But when those same people show good judgment and become great friends with people, support others, we're also going to give you props to that. So shout out to big shout out to Robbie. Anyway, oh, yeah. Dean is playing around in the pool, getting super handsy with Danielle. AB, it cannot be it cannot be overstated that him and Christina shared relations the prior <laughs> evening. This is so disrespectful. So disrespectful. I mean, and it's not even hiding it. It's right in front of her in the pool with everyone around. It's embarrassing. I mean, that's just, that is embarrassing for Chris Christina. He's, yeah, he's making Christina look like an idiot. Yeah, you're you're making her look terrible. You're not showing any class here, Dean. No class. He's out here telling Show Danielle. Have, have a little fucking respect for Christina, please. Just a touch. It doesn't take that much. Like you said last no. episode, if at least, you know... I don't know, be a, if you're going to be a slime ball, like maybe hide it a little bit. Yeah. He's out here telling Danielle he could see them falling in love. Danielle doesn't even seem that interested. She's like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like we just met. But <laughs> I mean, this is just a, a Dean is googly eyed, infatuated, and it's going to he's going to end up with nothing at the end of this. He Christina, I think, needs to leave. They don't show they don't indicate that Christina is about to leave. So I don't think she does. She also seems like a, a tough enough girl to be like, you know what? I'm going to stick around and find somebody else and shove it in Dean's face. A little vindictiveness, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you will. But if I were her, I'd dip out and take the high road here and just say, all right, Dean, have fun. And the Mexico scenes end with right now. I think the orphanage was better than paradise, says Christina. Oof. That uh, biting words. Obviously, producer said, hey, say this about the orphanage, but still. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing about Bachelor in Paradise this year. Who are we rooting for at this point? Who, what couple are you rooting for to make it? Because I don't see any out here. 
Let me consult the spreadsheet here. I've got all the couples laid out. Um, Taylor and Derek, don't care. Christina and Dean, on the rocks. Danielle and Dean, um, I hate those two just for that reason. Raven and Adam, Raven's going to leave him, obviously. Robbie and Amanda. Dominique and Diggy, I guess. Dominique and Diggy. Dominique and Diggy. But we don't know them well enough. Yeah, it's not like I'm rooting for them. I mean, yeah. I think they're they're both all right. <laughs> That's basically it. Um, all right, uh, let's go to the studio. We're going to run through these quick. There's not much to talk about here. Matt and Jasmine had a confrontation, I suppose. Got barely any time on screen. So they're just giving anyone, like, sit down after the rose type <laughs> situations. Anyone gets that now? What's going on? Why did this even take place? They made that seem like we would care about that. I, yeah, I don't care at all about those two. Keep in mind, though, they didn't get as many days filming as they have in previous seasons True. because of the shutdown. Um, but yeah, it just didn't seem to have worth the effort Mm-mm. to have them up there. I mean, it ended how it ended. Like Matt was like, "All right, I'm leaving," and then Jasmine was like, "I hate Matt." Like, what do you guys? What is there to What's discuss there to talk here? about? You guys, it, it, there's no chemistry there. It never has been. They basically agreed, okay, we're not going to end up together, uh, and that, I mean, that's it, that, end of the story, like, that's, <laughs> there's nothing else going on there. Uh, oh, and then, you know, here we go, hopefully the last we hear of this interview. What the fuck was this Corinne interview? Not that, not that I was upset, obviously I wasn't upset that Corinne got her chance to say what Diggy said, or, uh, Demario said, that was racist, I apologize, <laughs> but... <laughs> But it just it struck me as weird that it was like, hey, Corinne, tell us your side of the story. And then they just like showed periodically showed clips of like the media frenzy made made her sit through that. So bizarre. Yeah, didn't get much from it. You were right. I just think that the more we hear about this scandal, which reminder was created by a bachelor producer snitching, essentially, Mm -hmm. the more we realize that neither party did anything wrong. Yep. Neither party dislikes the other one. Nope. And that they're basically both the victims. They're both victims of this made-up scandal. And they were basically the discussion isn't even about consent anymore mm-hmm. or like did this go too far? It's or not or not even their actions. It's mostly just like, boy, this whole thing fucked up your life, didn't it? Tell and us it's about all it. ABC's fault. <laughs> That's the thing. All. I don't know why they're still pushing this. Like you, you guys are the ones who caused all this. A producer obviously complained about it and you couldn't handle it in house. It would be like the NFL having like, like round table special fireside discussions on concussions. Yeah. Like, whoa, can you believe this concussion scandal? You guys want to talk about it? And they're like, no, fix it. Actually. You and fucking caused it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm out of it. As much as we love Chris Harrison, He's not a doctor. He's not a counselor. He's not a psychologist or a you know a lawyer. So I don't know why he's in charge of asking these questions about this. It's very bizarre. I think we said it before. A lot of it is a little CYA, but too much of it is ABC patting themselves on the back for like handling a serious situation. Yep. I think we can safely say that we're over it, and I don't want to see it anymore. How about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, B. Let's fly through some of this off-screen off-screen stuff. Last, what was it, Friday, news broke, Nick and Vanessa calling it quits five months after the Bachelor finale airs. Uh, they were together for a little longer than that. You surprised? What do you expect out of Nick going forward? Do you expect to ever see Vanessa again? I'm not surprised at all. No, I'm never going to see Vanessa again. And the only thing I'm surprised about here, Rim, is I would have thought 
their contract makes them stay in the relationship longer to be able to keep the money. I would have thought it would have been longer than five months, but apparently not. Apparently, according to these reports, she is really dedicated to her life in Montreal and not as interested in Los Angeles fame life as Nick is. And I think that was a sticking point. Yeah. If, if Nick was, that's what we said as soon as that finale aired. It was like, okay, if he's not going to move to Montreal, it's not going to work. You guys haven't even discussed it. Like, yeah, that's a hurdle you cannot overcome. All right, AB, let's move on to the mailbag real quick. Uh, thanks to everyone who sent a text in and or left a voicemail. We appreciate it. Again, the number is 773-234-7794. Uh, put it in your phone. Do whatever you got to do. We love getting the text. Some good questions in here, some bad questions in here, and some ones we might not get to. Uh, so here we go. Let's dive right in. AB, this is from area code 703. Northern Virginia. Northern Virginia. All right. Dear AB, which wacky BIP... Oh, I already know the answer to this. Which wacky BIP cast member intros are your favorite? Amanda being chased by pizza is top notch. What would you and Rim do if in your intros if you showed up on BIP? Love the podcast. Keep up the great work. More Say by the Bell sound effects, please. Sorry, Alice from VA. We're probably not going to be able to do that. You get what you get when it comes to the Save Bell. <laughs> also, we want to leave them wanting more for next season. Uh, first, I'm going to go ahead and answer the first part for you. You don't watch the intros because you DVR it. Is that true? No, I watch it, and I actually meant to say this earlier. I really enjoy the intros. Really enjoy okay. it. It's fun. It's quirky. My favorite one on there is when Chris Harrison's dipping on the beach in a full <laughs> suit. That's my favorite part of that. I wish they showed him getting into the water. That would be more satisfying. <laughs> what would you do if you were on the show, intro-wise? I would have nothing. I'm not creative with stuff like that. Uh, I'd have a bad one, I'm sure. But if me and you were on there together, we'd have a hilarious joint one. Yeah. Maybe uh, if I were on there alone, I might be trying... I would like be struggling to do a sit-up with my shirt off because I got a gut and be like, I can't do a sit-up. <laughs> <laughs> or... I would have maybe you throwing me a pitch and then me fucking knocking it out of the park to show everybody what it's like to just turn on one. You know, another what I mean? thing I was thinking about for us would be you walk up with one of those Fisher Price hoops. You know how the kids do these oh, days yeah, where they yeah. dunk on people? We dunk on like Jack Stone. I dunk oh, on my him. God. You put the the hoop right behind him and I jam on Jack Stone's bitch ass. That'd be our bite. That's that's it. That's the one right there. Yep. All right, here's a long one. Area code nine one seven. A B look this up while I read it, please. Dear Prudy, which, by the way, we're just going to call this AB's mailbag. The Dear Prudy thing, it's too confusing. Now, I don't want to risk a lawsuit. I don't want a cease and desist from Prudy. <laughs> Dear Prudy, I feel like Dean didn't have much time between getting ejected from Rachel's season to hitting the beach on Bachelor in Paradise. So he coupled up with Christina and was probably genuine with his feelings for her. Then the shutdown happened. He went home with her and they ended up spending more time together than Brian and Rachel and Peter and Rachel did combined. Once he went back to L.A., however, Bachelor alums like Ashley I, who hosts the Ben and Ashley I podcast, got in his head making sure he wasn't completely locked down and committed to a fan favorite like Christina if he wanted to be The Bachelor. I can see this being true. Hence the immediate pump faking he's been doing since filming resumed, which no one anticipated. He's always slick about putting an Instagram post up prior to the public witnessing his actions to give himself some cover so that people hate him less. Clever. Crafty, even. 
I feel like Batch Nation vulture vets give him bad advice, and since he's impressionable and wants to stay in the franchise orbit as a major player, he took this advice. Too bad he didn't anticipate how douchey he would come off. Cheers to you guys, Chemdoc from the Twitters. Shout out Chemdoc. What do you think, AB? A lot to unpack there. I can't disagree with anything that they said there. I cannot disagree. Everything they say makes sense. It sucks, but I can see that too. I actually listened to one of the podcasts with Dean on it, and you could tell that all these other people, not on this show and not on Rachel's season, are giving him advice because they like him and want to keep him around. He's young. He wants to stay in the mix. I can see that's good reasoning for why he wouldn't want to end up with Christina long-term. But, like like Doc says, he's a scumbag now, and his <laughs> reputation is forever sullied. Area code 434, Dear Prudy, I happen to be in a Facebook group with someone from Rachel's family. Through the grapevine, it's been reported that Nick Vile has shared relations with seven females from the franchise, aside from Vanessa. Clearly, Andy and Caitlin are on the list, but I'm curious on your guesses for the remaining five. Thanks. Love the podcast. Shout out to Eric Code 434. Throw out some guesses, AB, because I wouldn't know. Um, let's see. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, you know, throw any of these girls under the bus. I mean, being with Nick is slimy. Take the high road, I'm not, AB. There you go. No, I'm not doing that. Father of a daughter, I'm not, I'm not calling people out for having sex with people. No, <laughs> Shout out to AB and shout out to area code 434 with a completely unsubstantiated claim through the deep, dark rumor mill. Area code 678. Hey there, Susan from Georgia here. Love your recap. Thank you, Susan. Okay, here's my question. Do you know the story behind the scar running all the way down Taylor's back? Then there's a photo of this scar. Apparently, Taylor does some modeling. Um... Do you know anything about this, AB? They didn't They didn't make a thing of it on the show, and usually they exploit any hardships in anyone's lives. Taylor had spinal fusion 11 years ago. Okay. It was on her Instagram a while back. There you go. Shout out to AB. Area code 253. Hi, Rim and AB. This is Camilla from Seattle. Sub Camilla. Shout out to the Supersonics. I have two things for you. First, the perfect song for any Robbie appearance should be Barbie Girl by Aqua. Hard to, hard to disagree with that. Nope. Um, actually, now I do, because Robbie is a deep uh, man with many layers. And <laughs> Christina. <laughs> uh, second, raise your hand if you're surprised by Nick and Vanessa breakup. No one is. Thoughts. Love you guys. Always making my commute an awesome time. Well, thank you, Camilla. Like we said before, Nick and Vanessa might be the least surprising breakup in my history of this show since Ben's season. Completely. Agree. I can't think of a, anyone who would be more surprising than that. No. Or less surprising, excuse me. Last text. Area code 323. Dearest Prudy, do we think Matt could leverage all this good guyness into being the next Bachelor? Um, go. She goes on and makes the case. Just want to shout out Leia. Unfortunately for Leia, the timing of her text is poor because Matt is not going to be the next Bachelor. I think Matt could have made a decent Bachelor AB, like we said. He looked like he got some hair plugs, which shout out to him for... <laughs> it did. Like, he looked less bald on the after show thing, so that's good. That's probably the main reason why he agreed to do that. Like, check me out now, ladies. Check out my hair. Yeah. Another thing I learned about Matt, I thought Matt was up there with... Um, I thought Matt was like 37. He's actually 32, going on 33. I still have a hard time seeing Matt as a bachelor because 
of how little screen time he demanded on Bachelorette. Sure. It's hard for me to envision an f- entire show based around a guy who is not interested in the camera that much. Yeah, he's almost too normal. I really wanted them to come with somebody not from the franchise for this next one because I didn't think any of these guys would be A plus contenders. I don't think Peter is. I was I was to that point as well. It was either I thought it should have been Chris Harrison or a new guy completely, but alas. All right, to the voicemails. Area code eight six five. Hi, this is a question for AB. My name is Jenna. I'm from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. I love your podcast. I've already subscribed and left a five-star good review. Uh, my question is, A.B. I love how she says A.B. all the bachelorettes in the past, if you could be a contestant, whose season would you want to be on? And also, uh, if you were a contestant, what would you do coming out of the limo? Thanks, and keep up the good work. Bye. Jenna, great question. A.B., she wants to know whose season would you want to be on? Uh, Jenna, just preface, uh, A.B.'s married, happily married. <laughs> and two, and two so? what would you do getting out of the limo? Well, to start, the, the person's season I'd want to be on would be Ashley. She's my favorite Bachelorette contestant so far. Not even close, I think. Um, The limo, let's see. That's a tough one. I think we need to revisit the limo thing, A.B., because that's probably a lot of people probably want to know that. Let's spend some time and get some good good limo entrances. Maybe we'll have it ready for the next season of The Bachelor. Uh, if if you're asking Rim, whose season do you want to be on, given that I'm not married, um, I go with Kenny. All right, moving on. <laughs> Four- <laughs> All right, area code 416. Hi, Rosecast. Great podcast. Um, I have a little bit of tea. Uh, Brian of Rachel and Brian Fane uh, trademarked, and this is public you know, this is public and can be easily found. Trademarked Dr. Abs and Ab Doctor uh, just before he left to film The Bachelorette. And then he trademarked his name the day that he landed back from filming. So do with that whatever you want. Bye. T-Report. You ever watch Jesus and Miro? Probably not. It's on late. T-Report. Listen, that's good juice. We love the juice. Brian trademarked Dr. Abs, Ab Doctor, and his name. Surprised that Dr. Abs was available for trademark, to be fair. I am too. That was the first thing I thought. Dr. Abs, good, good business decision. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that doesn't change our opinion of Dr. Abs at all. It is good tea, though. Shout out to Area Code 416. Didn't get your name. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Next up, Area Code 517. Hi, Rim and AB. This is Olivia and Nicole from Orlando, Florida. We just wanted to ask A.B., what is the deal with everyone loving Christina? How can you like Christina more than D.Lo? Skirt, what? We just do not understand. So please, please fill us in. Thank you. We love the podcast. Bye. All right. Olivia and Nicole, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Shout out to Orlando. Shout out to Florida. Listen, Christina is, she's a deep, you know, person with so many layers to her. Seems like a smart girl. Um, she's obviously very pretty. She's the entire package. And Danielle doesn't seem like she has much to her. Agreed. 
Um, again, thanks for listening. Don't want to disparage that take, but it's a bad one. We're very pro Christina. <laughs> listen, listen, Dean is a dumbass, and even he can understand that Christina's a better choice for a person to be with. All right, we got a couple more. We've been going real long, so I'm just we're gonna pick one here. Area code two zero two. Hey, I'm John. I uh, just want to say shout out to you guys. Skirt, we got a dude on the line, AB. <laughs> Area code 202. Shout what out Washington, D.C. What's up, Big John? I just want to say shout out to you guys. Us bats are watching. Guys, got to stick together out here, you know. Sure shit, Kinda dude. under, man, but it's okay. And then um, I just want to talk about Dean for a second. I mean, geez, he should be ashamed of himself. Honestly, he's gutless, and he has no human decency I, I was hoping that he could be the next next bachelor potentially but i mean honestly to be ashamed of himself he's a phony i just i don't believe anything he says he's two-timing christina and danielle i think it's ridiculous i mean i just think he should be ashamed of himself it's ridiculous what do you guys think great call john shout out to you uh basically our thoughts ab i mean john thinks like us would you agree yep all right uh thanks for everyone for calling in and or leaving a text sorry to those people who left us a text or voicemail and we didn't get to it we're trying to keep these under an hour 10 uh closer to an hour if we can because we want to keep it we want to keep it commute worthy so uh if you have something uh if you got your thoughts on peter as the next bachelor we'd love to hear those 773-234-7794 that's our show ab thanks again for listening if you can, please take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We love reading those. They help other people discover the pod, which is always good. We've had some real uh, good ones lately. Shout out to uh, Nick Nation, Alpha Chum, Jekyll Atai, MHL11, B. McFerrin, on and on. Thank you for leaving reviews. We appreciate it. Uh, there are some instructions in the synopsis of the show if you're wondering how to do that. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at RoseCastES, Instagram now at RoseCastPodcast. AB, I, I've, I've been making some good Instagram stories in Adobe Premiere. I had one queued up for yesterday about Dean that was hilarious, the love <laughs> triangle with Dean, and I couldn't get it from my phone i couldn't get it from my computer to my phone icloud wasn't working it wouldn't let me download i was going crazy B, and i think it's a goddamn ios i tell you what <laughs> i've had it up to here i've had it up to here uh but anyway so there will be good stories and such coming um and also ab you don't even know this i uh, i wanted to get to, to unlock some of the the things on Instagram, you need to have a Facebook fan page. So now there is a Rosecast specific Facebook fan page with exactly zero <laughs> followers. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. So search. Uh, I think it's just Rosecast on Facebook. So shout out to the first person who follows that. Neither of us will follow yet. We want to see who the first person will be. <laughs> um, so we got that to unlock some stuff on Instagram. But, you know, if you're more on Facebook than Twitter or anywhere else, that's a good that's a good way to get the, the podcast first. Um all right, AB, uh, it says here, hold on, I got something on my... You getting a fax? I got a beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh my, God, beeper's going off and I got a fax here. Uh, I don't know why somebody's faxing me information that I already know, but <laughs> <laughs> it says here, we got September right around the corner, AB, and you know what that means. Rosecast Appreciation Month. 
No. <laughs> no. It's actually What's September. Uh it's well the last four months have been refer a friend week, but September is actually tell a friend to tell a friend month. I don't know if you heard about ah, this. Uh yes, yeah. Yes, so yes. If, if if you have a friend who loves The Bachelor uh and they have friends who love The Bachelor, we humbly request that you tell a friend to tell a friend throughout September. Uh I wonder what October could be. Could be another Refer a Friend week. We'll find out. But in any event, we appreciate you listening, sticking through us through this Bachelor in Paradise season. Anything you got? Any, do you have a good sign-off, AB? I don't have a good sign-off. I've done 200 podcasts. I don't have a good sign-off. No. All right. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.